Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now easy times where where are you based out of Hey everybody, it's Will and I'm back with another episode of Creators Outlet. Today our special guest is Steve. Better say your last name. I'm gonna mess it up again. <laughs> Urena, Steve Urena. Okay, good. I look at it and I just want to say Uranus for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> everybody everybody does. I've 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 heard it my whole life. I've been called uh, Steve Uranus, Steve Urethra, Steve you're an asshole. So I've 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 heard it all. Well, tonight, before we get into everything, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, SpinWiz Comics at SpinWizComics.com. If you don't know already, now you know it is a web and indie comic discovery platform. It is free to download on iOS and Android for the app on your phone, and it's filled with free-to-read independent comics and web comics. What's better than free? Especially in 2020, what's better than free? Download the app. Give it a five-star review for us. We're trying to get them up to 100 downloads and 100 five-star reviews by the end of the month. There are over 86 independent publishers and over 400 titles to read. And there's add-ons every single week. Go check them out for yourself. Spinwiz Comics at spinwizcomics.com. And here's what it could look like on your smartphone. So, Steve, is this your first comic property? Yes, this is my first original comic property. I did write a comic years ago about John Wayne, uh, but it, but that was more of like a biography comic, and I wasn't really too happy with the results. So, Slowpokes is my first original uh, comic story uh, about sloths becoming fast and going absolutely crazy. And apparently they love ice cream. Yes, they love ice cream. <laughs> I could be a sloth. There you go. Listen, who doesn't love ice cream? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Yes. Yes, to all of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had to go on a... Once I became disabled, I had to go on like a, a super strict diet like six months after being home because I was like up to 600 pounds. Wow. Most of which was all ice cream weight. I am down to uh, three eighty nine now. Oh wow! Congratulations. So, uh, and and still losing because all I get to drink is like water and coffee, and mm. uh, have like three mini meals a day. Gotcha. 
what I wouldn't give to go out to IHOP and, and have like a lumberjack drown drowned in syrup right now. <laughs> that would be good. I, I miss IHOP too. I mean, that's the hardest part about this quarantine is, is not being able to go out to uh, you know your favorite restaurants anymore. But definitely, I've, I've definitely had some IHOP moments uh, back in college, like three in the morning, getting eggs and bacon and pancakes and just eating it all. Yeah, well, there's no place else to go at three in the morning. So Yeah, exactly. So tell us how you thought that uh, making your own comic was a, was a good idea. Uh, so I took uh, classes with Comics Experience uh, run by Andy Schmidt and Paul Eller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, I workshopped slow pokes in the class, in the one-shot class. And it got good reviews, uh, despite it being a, a comic where sloths become fast and kill everybody. Uh, so I thought, you know what? If uh, if it got good reviews in here, I got to share this with the world. Why not? And um, you know, I had I had that itch to to get it done, and uh, they they paired me up with some artists, uh, Juan Romera and Sean Reidhart uh, as the letterer, and uh, here we are, and uh, it's it's coming along pretty good. So I'm pretty excited to share it with the world next week. Yeah, it 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 looks like it did pretty well. How how long did it take you to? Uh reach your goal uh it took two days to reach my goal which was absolutely crazy because uh, i've never done this before and for people to give me the trust to uh to buy it and my goals is absolutely extraordinary so um it took two days for me i did a lot of um you know interviews and hyping things up on on instagram and twitter and luckily that's that's helped out well, it helped that you did it at the right time of the year. Yes, Halloween has definitely helped. Uh, this was originally supposed to come out in June, but because of COVID and everything that's been happening, it got pushed back a little bit. Um, so I, it, it's kind of all timing. And right here, just like the the letter logo with the claw coming through. Yep. <laughs> I was like, he's got me. This is... <laughs> this is already funny because I'm like, man, how long did it take the claw to actually poke through the screen? <laughs> so in, in the comic, the sloths are fast. So it uh it did it, it it would come through a little bit faster in this, but I wish uh you know, kind of like you know how they have the movies where it's like uh it goes like this, maybe in the if there's ever a slow pokes movie, it'll be a slow, slow scratch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly like that and, pe- and you know the girls are just <laughs> screaming and not moving and then dead exactly yes that would be great <laughs> so we have our our cast of characters here that's right charity simpson london james karate carlos <laughs> That gave me that gave me like you know bad dreams back to the first grade. Yeah, was there was there somebody that picked on you named Karate Carlos? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm really old, so uh, Hong Kong Fooey was like a, a huge cartoon when I was a kid. Yes, and when I, when I was in kindergarten and first grade, I thought I knew karate because I watched Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> <laughs> I was four, you know. Yeah. And then we have Hurricane, which kind Hurricane kind of looks like me. Okay. 
like, well, you know, the gut, the sleeveless hoodie, the beanie. I, then we were meant to meet. Maybe, maybe this was, uh, maybe yeah. you're coming after me for likeness rights now. You're like, hey, that's me, man. Can't do that. And Eden Rare, that was probably the, that was probably my seventh grade science teacher that I had the hots for. <laughs> Who kicked oh. me out of her class? For for, for kung fu? <laughs> no, not not even for kung fu. She, we were having we were having like midterms, and she was reaching the ruler down her back, and uh, for some reason, I I thought it was, and she was almost at the front of the class doing this with her back facing us, and so I thought it was a good idea to utter out the phrase, "Got an itch? Let me scratch it." <laughs> <laughs> and that was a. <laughs> that and, was Next thing I knew, I was kicked out of her class, uh, failed science for the year because they wouldn't let me transfer to another class. I'm like, come on. <laughs> and it was the only class I was passing at that point. So oh, it was, man. It was crazy. That's, that's some bad luck. <laughs> it was good and crazy. So you thought of this. In a in a class you were taking to learn how to make comics. So so the idea actually came from uh, I was messing around at work, hanging out with some friends, and we were talking about all the sci-fi movies that were happening at the moment. So there was um, you know uh, Sharknado number four, five, six, whatever it is. Thirty-two, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, there was a Mansquito, which is half man, half mosquito. We were talking about movies like that, and I was like, you know what? What are they going to do next? Sloths that become fast and kill everybody? And I was like, huh, that'd be a good idea, I think, for something. And then when the comic class came, I was like, oh, I, I got to use it for this. I think this is the perfect medium for, for slow pokes. And at first, I thought it was, I at first, in this picture, I thought it was uh, the, the cars on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> but it's actually like somebody's eyes. That is correct. At the end of the clause, so I'm like, and you know, it's 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 like evil Ewoks or something. Yeah, I I mean, sloths. If you look at them, they're very scary looking. Like you know, even though they're slow and they look cute sometimes, they have like these sharp claws, and they always they just always look like they're up to something. So I I, th I always thought with sloths is like you know what I think this this is perfect for horror for the horror genre. Oh yeah, and. Then, then we look at this panel, of course, there's a girl screaming, probably on her Instagram, you know, taking a selfie with blood all over her. And then she's getting attacked and, and screaming, but, you know, not really moving. <laughs> it's like all dismemberment all through the air ducts. That's right. Like, all the slots. All the sloth. Karate Carl. I know karate and then the stench from That's right. Some armpit stench. I mean, listen, if you're doing karate moves, you're gonna get, you're gonna work up a sweat. You know, and it's like oh karate Carlos, the fat kid in uh, you know every dojo ever and <laughs> that's right, that's right. And he's at the age where, you know, like Gabriel Iglesias used to make fun of his son because he, he would put like 
3,200 like sticks of deodorant all around the house. His, his kid would walk by all of them and not use any of them. <laughs> I love Gabriel Glaces. Fl Fluffy is, is pretty good. Oh, yeah. We named one of the I, – I nicknamed one of the uh, – Fluffy could pl probably play Karate Carlers. That's oh, yeah. It, and it would be funnier. Dude. Yeah. It's just it's just funny. I saw the one the other day where he's he's doing his behind the scenes uh, for uh, Magic Mike. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's the DJ, right? In Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah, that you can't see. <laughs> Ooh, slowpoke shirts. <coughs> That's right. So slowpoke shirts were designed by a great artist named Vertebrae Thirty Three. And he made the shirt for us, and he made the poster. So if you if you scroll down, um, very um, shining like uh, poster. Vertebrae thirty three, like that's his real name. That is his real. Legally, that's his real name. That's what he. That's what he tells me. Well, he he had it posted, so that's that's <laughs> at least where he likes to be contacted on the interwebs. Exactly. And then that is the theme song uh, written by uh, Blake Rains and me. Uh, I don't, if you want to play a little bit, you can. But we uh, we got in the studio and we made a uh, banger of a track. If you want to take a look, listen to it. It sounds very 80s uh, Michael Jackson slash pop poppy type of music um, and to go to go along with the comic. Well, somebody's a good Michael Jackson impersonator. Good friend of mine, very good singer. Very talented kid. He wrote most of the lyrics. I wrote some of the hook. And uh, it is a great experience to add to your Slowpokes comic. That is pretty damn cool. Thank you. And you can follow uh, Steve on Instagram and Twitter at That's the it. Steve. Let's Urena. Yes, you got it. <laughs> at Steve Urena. And uh, Slowpokes has its own at Slowpokes comic. That's right. So this is cool because this is this is your very first comic that you've ever written. Yes. And you you completely funded and bypassed within 48 hours. Yes, I got really lucky. Um, I've been getting orders from different countries, too, which is absolutely nuts. We got one from Malaysia, Croatia, Australia, Germany, Canada, uh, just to name a few. So it is uh, all that all the money that's being funded uh, is going to be going towards future comic projects. So there will be a slow pokes, too. Uh, hopefully by next year. So do you think on the slow pokes too, that you might uh, go up into stretch goals? 
Yes. So since this is my first Kickstarter, um, I, I did I, I did you look at it, you kept it simple, understandably. Yeah, kept it simple. And then I think for the next one, I will definitely be looking into more stretch goals and you know some more fun stuff uh, that can that can be purchased. Uh, so if you look at the tiers, we got T-shirts, we got the song, we have a podcast where I'm going to talk about uh, behind the scenes of Slowpoke, where the ideas came from, where from panel to panel. Uh, until our highest one, which is uh, you can get killed by Slowpokes in Slowpokes 2, and there's one more left of those. That is our highest tier. <laughs> you can get killed by the slowest creature on the planet, even though they're faster in the book. Yes. You know, are, are we talking faster as in they're just like a normal speed now? Or are we talking like, you know, World War Z fast? I would I would say probably World War Z fast where they can they're you're they're gonna fuck if you're if they're coming after you you might want to hide. <laughs> That's funny because you know they they went from not moving at all to now they're all embedded with the speed force and they can move <laughs> faster than hell. See now I now I'm scared of sloths. Thank you very much. Well, they just need the the Jay Garrick helmets, right? If they're gonna have the speed force. <laughs> That would be funny. Yeah. You just have one of them, like, go, you know, kill, like, a Mercury messenger. <laughs> and, and, and the helmet's just, like, stuck on his claws. <laughs> well, if DC wants to do business with me, I'll gladly do the <laughs> the Flash versus Slowpokes. I think they would be formidable opponents for, for the Flash, for all the Flashes that are there. Those two companies don't want to share anything with anyone. <laughs> Or, or the TV show with, uh, what's his name, Grant, I think Grant Justin or whatever his name is. Oh, it's, Grant Gustafson. Great. Yes. So as we can see, you are a huge fan of indie comics because you have backed 33 projects. Yeah. So I've been, um, I was a fan of comics growing up. And then when I started doing, when I started going back to class, I, I did, I kind of fell out of comics, you know, like learning what was going on in comics world. And Kickstarter, there's so many great projects out there that you're like, I need to see what this is. I need to, I need to fund it, and I just want to give back. Because if the, a lot of people are giving me money for comics, I want to be able to do the same for other people and other creators who are doing this for the first time. Yeah, I, I've noticed. The one thing I have noticed is, I think half, half like the the top end product out there get funded by other creators on Kickstarter that are just scrolling Kickstarter like the rest of us do Instagram. Yes. And it's like that, that to me has been the craziest thing. I've had people reach out to me. Interesting. And, you know, and, you know, one of the, one of the coolest things that, that I've seen, and I've seen it on, on a bunch of uh, people's uh, platforms is that they, they get together with other creators mm -hmm. and one of their big stretch goals is to unlock a digital bundle. Wow. The digital bundle will be like digital number ones or whatever number from various other indie creators. So they get to sam it's like a sampler That's back awesome. of other people. So I saw I saw it just the other day on uh on KS is uh, on Steve Cox. Uh, he's from he's from down under from Australia. Okay, and he's got a uh, 
he's got a, a book called Transhuman, kind of like Cyborg, but, okay. but a lot different. And uh, it's a it's a nice big fat graphic novel. It was successful on Kickstarter, and now he's running the Indiegogo on it. That's awesome. I mean, I, I love all these projects, and it's it's cool that people who with imagination, like, because I'm I've seen superhero comics, and you know, there's a lot of great ones out there. But I, I'm I'm glad with Kickstarter that they're giving uh, the opportunity for different stories that you may not you know see normally, which is which is awesome. Oh yeah, because well, because a good majority of the comic book companies out there. Uh, including the big two, which are the real sloths of the entertainment industry. Um, <laughs> I can throw shade at them like they watch my fucking podcast. <laughs> well, um, here's the thing with Slowpoke is if I brought that to Marvel or DC, I don't, I don't think any of them would, <laughs> I don't know if any of them would want to publish it. But um, uh, the, the only chance you would have is if Squirrel Girl got to fight the the sloth. <laughs> that would that would pretty much be it. probably be it. Yeah, that is correct. I mean, the Squirrel Girl would be a good adversary for the for the Slowpokes as well. I, I'd rather see the Slowpokes kill Squirrel Girl. <laughs> oh, hey, maybe 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 if they uh, if they want to work together, I'll do that. I'll pitch that. Like, listen, we're gonna kill off your one of your most beloved characters, and sloths are gonna rip her eyes out. You can't do that. That's sexist. No, it's not. <laughs> There's lots. Such a horror movie, would you? Yeah. So, so uh, are you a big fan of horror movies? Uh, i got to say Halloween's my favorite. Very good. Probably the Michael Myers Halloweens. Yes. I, I'm, I'm waiting for Halloween Returns. It sucks that it got pushed back because of uh, COVID. Mm. I've been I've been watching a, a bunch of them because they're all free to watch. So I'm like, I, I sat down uh, the other night and I didn't get any sleep because every time I fell asleep, even at fifty, I'm having friggin' nightmares. How about how Michael Myers coming to get you? <laughs> no, not even. I I uh, I got rid of all my streaming services, but I've got obviously have internet. Yes. So I've got a Roku T. I got a little Roku TV, and so I've got I got Pluto TV. I've got uh, so I've seen every James Bond movie under the sun this month. Awesome. Uh, and I I have Tubi because they get some cool movies. They got some cool movies and like old cartoons and Saturday morning serials and stuff on there. Yeah, I saw they had uh, Transformers are on there, right? All the Transformers, the original ones. Yeah, they get G one. I'm like. That's the only one worth watching. What the hell? <laughs> um, but they 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 have like a slew, and I do mean a slew between them and Voodoo, the mm -hmm. the free movies to watch on Voodoo. Yeah, they they all have commercials, but I don't care. That gives me a chance to go up, you know, hit the bathroom, get a drink of water. Um, but they're like really bad horror movies, like all the B horror movies, and I'm like. Oh man, these are great. These are great. I love these. They're so terrible. They're good. I, I love bad horror movies. Uh, there's one you should check out. It's called Deathbed, and it's about a bed that kills you. Maybe that's what happened to me when I died in the hospital. I, I, maybe it was a deathbed. 
But, uh, <laughs> Three times. Oh man! Well, you're 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 surviving. You're doing you're doing well. Yeah, I'm. I was I was stubborn. <laughs> you know, I was like, I go. I gotta go pick up my comics. You would probably be hard to hard to defeat for the slow pokes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I died on the I died on the operating table when I got rushed in, and then I then I coded three times in the ICU. And uh, they did like multiple. Oh, I I had like over a dozen surgeries done to me, and. Uh, when I finally came out of the coma, you know, two days after they told friends and family to, uh, you should prepare for the worst. We we expect him to pass in like the next couple of weeks. And then, and then two, day, two days later, I woke up, I was groggy. They they had me on a on a, on a double ins. They had not insulin. They had me on a double morphine drip. Wow, because I had three scars that were like. An inch wide, like a quarter inch deep, 18 inches long, on the left and right side of my right leg and the back side of my right leg. I think I think that should be your nickname, William Hard to Kill. <laughs> Hard to Kill is pretty good. HTK. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't wanna, you know <laughs> You don't wanna tempt them, <laughs> I don't wanna tempt anybody with a sniper rifle. <laughs> so so this, this might be an odd story, but uh, so my grandmother, small Puerto Rican lady, she used to crash funerals, right? So she used to crash funerals because they would have really good food and she would be able to like socialize. And and my, my, my mom would tell my grandma, like, you shouldn't do that. Like, don't do that. That's not a good idea. And then one, one day she went to crash a funeral and she went the wrong way and she, went, she ended up in the embalming room. And, one, and she said one of the bodies stood up and that was the end of it. She never crashed a funeral ever again. I'm having flashbacks to the end of what uh, wedding, crash. wedding crashes. Yeah. So they go, my grandma was the original funeral crasher. Let's go to the funerals. <laughs> so this this book has turned out pretty good. Now, oh, let me fix that and go blank. So you can pledge without a reward for ten dollars just to uh, support the campaign. That's right. uh, and I have to tell you this story because I tell this story to everybody, uh, whether it, whether it's indie people or you know pros that have been in the business for years and years and worked at like major companies. Uh, about six months ago, uh, Graham Nolan was getting ready to launch his uh, Kickstarter, the Chinoo, mm -hmm. and somehow he was able to change where it says "pledge without a reward." to buy Graham a beer, $10. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, ever since I wanted to start a Kickstarter, uh -huh. just to buy me beer and just only <laughs> without a reward, buy Will a beer, 10 bucks. That's not a bad, that's not a bad idea at all. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cause not, not for nothing. I'm, I'm poor. And, uh, you know, so I've gone from my, 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 Go-to beer to drink would be Guinness, but nice. since I, but since I'm poor and broke again, uh, I have to go back to uh, those cheap like Natty Ice, like something Natty. like something like that. Exactly. I I couldn't think of the name Natty Ice. <laughs> and what's such is the closest looking store to me. 
knows it's the only liquor store in the area. So like they have prices like, you know, they're in the good part of town, but they're not. They're gouging you. Yeah. Yeah. But the one like another 15 minutes up the street by a friend of mine, uh, this little hole in the wall, he can hit that and get me a 30 pack of Natty Ice for uh, 10 bucks. I can't beat that. I remember those from college. <laughs> that was the beer that we all drank. Oh, yeah. That or you go to the college bars and whatever's on tap on special that night. Yes. So you can support the campaign for $10 without a reward just because. Uh, you can even, if you're broke like me, you can even just send a buck to support his efforts for the fact that his first Kickstarter campaign and his first comic ever is successful. Uh, $3 or more, you can get the digital edition of Slowpokes. That's right. Four dollars or more, the Slowpokes Slash Edition. A slash hit, so you get the you oh, get the slash hit. I'm sorry, no worries. <laughs> so four dollars, they'll they'll send you the uh, the MP3 of the uh, the horror the horror tune for. That's right, some horror tunes. Better than Monster Mash. Uh, five dollars or more, you will get Slowpokes. Plus the extra story digital. So uh, you will get an extra story that I wrote with Comics Experience. It's five pages. It's called Positive Negative, And it is about a supervillain that finally gets rid of the hero. And it's basically what, what happens after that. Oh, cool. Six dollars or more, you get the Slowpokes print edition. Wow, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, I think uh, you know it's it's tough in this comic world. Like whenever I see things, it's like things are really pricey and really expensive for comics. And I remember being a kid, and you know, I'd pay a dollar, two dollars for it. So, you know, I think um, I think six dollars is reasonable for two stories. Um, so I, I I wanted to make sure that you know nobody's breaking their leg over over buying slowpokes. Uh, you can pledge seven dollars and get. Slothcast, the behind the scenes, plus the digital. And that is the uh, podcast you were going to do. Yes. So the podcast, uh, you would get a digital version of Slowpokes and uh, the podcast with it. And that's like a pre-recorded podcast you just sent them the MP4? Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go and, um, and go through the... the uh, Slowpokes and and tell behind the scenes stories and and uh, like where things come from, like where the names came from, where the ideas came from. Um, you know, anything that has a story to it, I, I will be telling it. Slowpokes first print signature edition. So you're gonna you signed a hundred. You're gonna sign a hundred books. Yes. And it you know ten bucks you get the book and you get it signed, which is which is a deal. Because now everybody wants, like, you know, all the big names. They don't want, like, except for a few. Jim Ballant doesn't charge to sign anything still. Uh, unless you order it off his website, then he charges you to sign it. Well, for, for me, this is my first time doing this. Um, I did. I, nobody's ever asked me for my autograph before. And for a lot of people to want it is very crazy to me. 
And so, now 84 people want your signature. I know. It's 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 nuts. Like I don't I, I have to work on a signature too. <laughs> which is even crazier. You're all gonna go start bank accounts under your name. <laughs> I know. I gotta make sure I do uh I, I maybe have to draw a sloth in my name or something like that, but I have to do <laughs> do something a little different so I don't get robbed. Or maybe eighty four people want to rob me. Uh we'll see. I doubt it. I think they just want to read the book and they want it signed, you know, just to just you know, case. Just, just in case you make it big, because like be. this is a, this is an insane idea. He could be the next Kirkman. <laughs> so twenty five dollar pledge, you get all of the above mm -hmm. in a and a special edition Slowpokes T shirt. That's right, and that T shirt right there, where the the sloth looks like it's coming out of your heart, that mm -hmm. is a shirt you would get. That's a pretty cool looking shirt. I like the designs. Yeah, uh, Vertebrate Thirty Three does a great job. He he just did some stuff with uh, Hot Topic for Rick and Morty and uh, Star Wars: The Mandalorian. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, I was lucky to think to grab him before he he's uh, he's going to make it even bigger now. <laughs> yeah, he, he's Talk getting he's getting actually paid now. So <laughs> you better get one of these T-shirts now because I don't think Vertebrate Thirty Three is returning next time. <laughs> I know he's going to be too big. He's going to be too big to, to to do a shirt for me. So now I got to ask you, what size of the shirts come in? Uh, so once the Kickstarter's over, I'll be taking orders, uh, and I'll go as high as I need to go in terms of sizes to just to make sure everybody gets, you know, gets what they need. So if you're small, you get a small. If you're medium, you get a medium. You get if you're double XL, triple XL, whatever. I'll, I'm going to put the order in and make sure that you get a shirt that is your size. Oh, cool! Most everybody does it like Teespring, and they're like. You can get it any size you want. I go, dude. Do you realize how fat I am? <laughs> well, I I, I want to just make sure everybody is because that sucks when you're when you're getting a shirt and you're like, oh, it's a medium, and then it's really small, or it's a large, and it's not, you know, it doesn't fit well. I want to make sure that it, everybody gets what they they ordered, and uh, and they have a, and they wear it out in public because if, if if I got a shirt that was too small for me, I would never wear slowpokes ever again. <laughs> I would be like, he he. Uh, he screwed me over, and I don't want to screw anybody over. Well, like a three X won't fit me because I'm I'm in a six X. Okay. But I, I would wear it out as a crop top just to offend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you listen, that's I'll take any promotion I can get. So, you know, if, if it brings eyes to you, I'll 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 get you one of those. But I, I'll 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 see if I could get up to six L six XL. $35 gets you the Slowpokes poster and the team. So for another 10 bucks, you can get this shining homage poster. See, I'm going to just put the word homage on it and people are like, homage, where? <laughs> uh, and you've already had 32 people grab these. 32 people on your first book yeah, have jumped on and and made sure they got the poster, the T-shirt, the book, the podcast, the digital copy. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm very thankful to to anybody who uh, who, who pledged, whether it's pledged three dollars or you know the high ticket item one hundred fifty two dollars. I'm very thankful, very 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 grateful for everything. Okay, now now this is blowing my mind because I've I've seen a lot of books where where people have the option to get killed in them, but they yeah. usually 
only they usually only uh, offer like maybe three to five of them. Yep. Uh, I know Graham did it, and you know, but but Graham's a big name, so of course you know he charges more because it's you know it's a lot of extra. It's extra work considering he, he probably had the layouts all done for the book before he launched the first Kickstarter. So, mm -hmm. um, and these are all to be done in the next issue, right? That's correct. So, you offered 15 people to get killed by a slaw. That's right. You only got one left. <laughs> that, yeah. So, at first, I put that as like, you know, I was, I was like, oh, I'm just messing around. I'm sure somebody will get it, but I didn't think it was going to be 15. And then my friends uh, started quickly grabbing them. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then after that, more people that I didn't know started grabbing them. And I was like, all right, we're off to the races. So I will kill the hell out of you in the, in the next slow pokes. My, my father actually got one. Uh, he didn't know what he was getting. And I told him, I can't wait to kill you. <laughs> and he was... <laughs> So if nobody grabs the last one, are you going to put your girlfriend in? Yeah, I, I, she, she, I've, uh, I've already, oh, I heard that's her laughing at it. Uh, <laughs> she's already, um, uh, I, I may name the sloth after her. Uh, we'll see, or our character at some point. But all, all my characters are based off, like the names anyway, are based off of uh, real people. So like London James are two of my best friends' names combined. Uh, Karate Carlos was somebody we went to high school with that we called Karate Carlos. Uh, I don't I don't know the kid Karate Carlos, um, but he was the kid that was very big in karate and he would big on anime and everybody just called him Karate Carlos. And I was like, that's that's a great name for for somebody. Uh, Hurricane, same thing. There was a kid who just referred to himself as the Hurricane, like he was the Rock, um, and and he would be like, the Hurricane's gonna score, the Hurricane's gonna do this. So I was like, I have to put this in the book. It, it's it's worth it. One of those third-party people. Yes, like The Rock, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's it's just it, – I, I will probably put her in something at some point. Um, she just has to play her cards right. <laughs> <laughs> and she laughs at me right here. It gives me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get suffocated tonight with one of I'm those – Probably with one of the slots. This is going to end up in my uh, – I'm going to choke on this <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's just crazy, though. <laughs> that is just insane. Yeah, I, I. So for the next slow pokes, I'm hoping to make it a little bit longer. This one is only 20 pages. The next one, I'm hoping maybe I gotta I gotta look into it. But uh, so there's plenty of room for uh, 15 kills. Oh yeah, well you you can just add a few extra pages too. That's right. You're just going to make sure it's an even number of pages so it... Yes, <laughs> just so it works out yeah, for the printing. But, I mean, that's great. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me on. It's really awesome to, uh, to talk about this with uh, somebody who has a great sense of humor. Because some people, I'm sure, re uh, looking at the Kickstarter goes, "What? what is this? <laughs> what the hell is this? How are sloths going to kill people? Exactly, but that's that's the fun part. That's what you got to find out. How is Sloth going to kill people? Is it a really long book? Cause, and will it be full of lots of words? Because I don't like lots of words. 
if you play the the video, it'll it'll give you a little taste of what uh, what Slowpokes is all about. Yeah, I think I've watched yeah. it. Let me see. Ooh, we'll do it like this. Wide screen. Now, the only thing I want to say, and I tell this to a lot of people on their uh, on their trailers, and the trailer was like excellently done. The only thing missing is the narration of all the words you put in. Uh, yes. Uh, so my, my friend who made this uh, trailer, her name is Kristen Greco. She works for Nickelodeon. So <laughs> I probably I probably. I probably should have done the voiceover myself, um, but I, I didn't even think of that. That is that is absolutely right. Well, next the next one I will uh, I will make sure to put on my my good movie trailer voice from the twisted mind of Steve Urena. <laughs> Come some slots that are gonna get you. You know, good. I I tell it I tell it to a lot of people. One because lots of podcasts are just podcasts. They don't they're not like live video. So you're already uh, getting hit with the fact that people can't see anything that we're talking about on the screen. That's true. Um, and when you when you plug the trailer, if it's just like you know a minute to a minute and a half, and all you hear is the, the music. Yeah, you're not going to understand what's going on. You're absolutely right. I I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Thank you for for that. And I, I, I should have done that. I'm being more and more mindful of that because uh, I was sought out and asked to uh, join a pod, another podcast network. Mm -hmm. So every one of these I do, I have to download. And I just got my uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Andrew Lovolo, who's an, an artist and a comic creator. You know, look of everything action figures. Awesome. No, no matter how much he bitches at Hasbro, <laughs> not as much as I bitch at Hasbro. But I'm like thirty dollars for an act. Look at the articulation. That's look, too much. Look, That's if it's not one of those Asian sex dolls, I don't give a flying fuck about the articulation. Because <laughs> guess what? I'm not going to open the package. Because I know if I damage the package, it's not that's, worth anything. That's now. money thrown down the drain, yeah. You know, it's I, crazy. I, I, can, I, I can display them with a swifter duster, and, you know, <laughs> I'm good. 
Uh, I mean, back in when I was a kid, like action figures were five dollars, five to seven dollars. Mm-hmm. And now seeing everything is like sixty dollars, forty dollars. It's that's ridiculous. Kids don't have that type of money. Oh, the adults don't have that type of money. Five dollars. You don't look that old. I am thirty-one. I'm I'm getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already making bad alcoholic choices when before you were born. So, <laughs> as long as you're using those natty ices, then we're good. What was the only thing <laughs> I found out? The only thing I can't drink is 151. Damn. I mean, I drink stuff that I found out the hard way. Yeah, oh, I, I'll drink stuff that I don't even like. I spent 35 years as a DJ in the adult club industry. And uh, one place I worked for quite a while, uh, we used to get drunk every night. Very good. Because the managers would leave, we start drinking. And the bartenders were allowed to have customers buy them drinks. That's awesome. And if you're playing good good tunes, then I'm sure you got some, got loaded on those. And the, uh, The smart bartenders would have them buy the small, the small mini fifteen dollars a moe, and they would just take them home. Damn, that's a good. A couple of the bartenders would have them buy them double shots of like henny or something, and I don't like henny. I like henny and the Incredible Hope drinks, but I don't. <laughs> other than that, one, it's probably because of the name, and I'm a comic book nerd. And two, because it's it ends up tasting like good and fruity. So, you know, but so she would get in so much trouble because it was like a live camera feed. Security wise, not only downstairs to a manager's office, but that would also be live fed across town to the owner's office. And every once in a while, the phone would ring. Tell her to go home. She's fired. No more drinking behind the bar for anybody. <laughs> Ruined it for everyone. Boom, boom, boom. And she would be put on probation for about a month or so. And then it'd be over. Once she got off shift, she couldn't have a drink. She had to just leave. So uh, just to bust her chops, especially when she was the only bartender on, even if I wasn't working, I'd go up to the bar. i go, yeah, can I get a double of Henny? Just to rub it in. Gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Luckily, she has moved far away, but. Uh, yeah, so if you won't kill you now. Now you won't be hard to kill anymore. She's to come back for a. She's threatened to come back for like a reunion next year or something, but, you know. Yeah. Either case. But this uh, this has turned out great for you. 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 Took a story that you uh, did for a class, then mm-hmm. good reviews from the class, and you turned it into your first successful Kickstarter with the goal of two thousand, and you're over. You're like two dollars away from seventy one hundred. Yep, pretty pretty crazy. Um, I I never thought I'd be in this place at all. Like I thought maybe some people would want to buy it. I thought my friends would just buy it and that would be that. But 
it's it's nuts and i i'm very great grateful and i'm it's awesome because i get to talk to people about comics because i don't really get to talk about comics as much um in my in my daily life so it's very it's very nice to, to do that well not with a girlfriend no well she, she'll talk about it too <laughs> you found a girl that likes comics she likes she'll tolerate it <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say. but she likes she likes the avengers she likes all that stuff uh we did we did go see the the mid uh the premiere of that, which is pretty good. Um, all the movies, I like all the movies and the TV shows. Yeah, because you know, I was a little kid in the seventies, so so we had we had reruns of Adam West Batman, which made me late to school every day for middle school because That's that awesome. would come, that would come on, and then the old the original Scooby Doo would come on, and I wouldn't want to leave, especially if it was one of the Scooby Doo movies. That's awesome. I would show up late, like an hour late, every time they put Batman, and then they would put the, the Batman as the special guest in the Scooby Doo movie. I, like, just, I, gotta, I just wouldn't yeah. leave. Got to watch that. Uh, I actually, um, so growing up as a big Spider Man fan, and when Spider Man three came out, I was like, oh, I'm cutting school to go see this uh, to to pirate it basically. And I was looking at, I was watching it, and I was like, this is terrible. I was like, maybe because I pirated it, it's bad. Maybe I'll go see it in the theater. And I got double screwed over because it just that movie's just not that good. <laughs> but it's just funny because I, I skipped school to watch it. Uh, it's one of those. This sounds good on paper. <laughs> I don't know if it even sounds good on paper. <laughs> too many, too many villains. Too many things going on. It sounds uh, good on paper to Hollywood producers. Yes, because they can make toys. Keep keep in mind, Hollywood producers also wanted to cast Nick Cage as Superman. And instead of him flying to the Fortress of Solitude, they were going to have him walk to the Fortress of Solitude, and he was going to fight a couple of polar bears on his way. That documentary is awesome. I would have wanted to see a Kevin Smith Superman. I think that would have been very interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll just be talking dialogue, Super Superman and Batman, just one camera, just talking about their powers or, or something, something obscene. You know, it... It's, you know, it's just like, you know, Batman getting Superman hooked on blunts or something. <laughs> yeah. I think there's actually a movie coming out uh, with Andy Sandberg and Craig Robinson from The Office, and they're doing a superhero that, that runs on weed, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, I know a couple of guys. I've interviewed them a couple of times, um, and they just, they just lost their final lawsuit to... Uh, to AMC, uh, their original title of their of their books and and merch was uh, the Toking Dead. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> that was you wouldn't think that a couple of potheads making a comic book and a novel. And like selling the radar of Robert Kirkman in AMC. <laughs> now, was it too close to Walking Dead or too close to Talking Dead? Or did they just not want anybody to, to use any blanking dead? It was too close to uh, Walking Dead. Okay. That's hilarious, though. The talking. I would wear that shirt. Now it's toking with the dead. 
Uh, now they are also making one of those wonderful B movies about their their property. That that's awesome. And they're, 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 that's they're, a, they're doing it in your neck of the woods. Oh yeah, and in, in uh, Connecticut. Awesome. Well, what ta- what town? Uh, I don't know what town they're doing it uh, with uh, Bill Diamond Productions. Okay. So I mean, That's cool. the dreams come true. Uh, you get it. You get sued by Robert Kirkman <laughs> for Token Dead. Guess what? Guess what, Robert? We changed this to Poking with the Dead, and screw you. We're making a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that's such a little change, though. Like I don't. Like I thought they would have to change the whole title. Like Toking with the Dead is not that much different than the Toking Dead, but I guess maybe because it's close. I don't know. I just I'm not a copyright lawyer or anything like that. I just think that's too that's very petty. Yeah, it's well. What it was is they changed it enough so that they couldn't say anything. Ah, yeah, is is what it was. It's like, and they still got they've still got some merch. And some original issues with the original. I mean, those are probably going to be more valuable in the future too, yeah. right, especially if this movie hits. But the first issue they did, uh, they did it on they did it on Kickstarter. Nice. And, uh, they released it as a. Uh, they did it in the style of, like the old Golden Age comics. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm um, like, that's cool. I still I. I've, I've got the first issue. I've got the digital copy of the first issue. So I, you know, so I, you know, read it and reviewed it and everything. Cool. Uh, and, but I still, I still have to buy that one. I think, I think they're holding one for me with the original logo on it. Awesome. I'm like, yeah, I want you guys to sign it. That way I can frame it and put it up behind me. And then, then a, a picture of Robert Kirkman next to it. I'll Photoshop a picture of me flipping Robert Kirkman the bird. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll have a framed uh, obsidian uh, order number one from Kirkman up on the wall, too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Very you know, cool. But that's, what, that's what's cool about the Kickstarters is that, that um, you know, you can get comics like that. Oh, yeah. You can, you can do – you can pretty much do anything you want. Yeah. And – even though there's like lot lots of books come out with like variant covers, mm-hmm. the variant covers not like you know these comic dealers that call themselves stores or uh, yeah I'm gonna rant. Uh, Go for it. It's your show, man. I'm yeah. just here. You're just hanging out. That's right. And like keep the camera on me so my girlfriend doesn't suffocate me with the other <laughs> the slope of the other sloth. Yes. The other sloth. Um, the uh, their exclusive covers. And you go, ooh, limited print. And so now people are just collecting covers. They're just collecting a cover image. Yeah, instead of the book. And you've got, you know, like, well, I buy these and then I buy the digital reader. Are you out of your fucking mind? You just spent two hundred dollars because most of them buy them. You got you got the group that buys them already slabbed, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the newer cons on it. One of the new newer cons on these is uh, 
you can buy the set for $69.99, or you can buy the guaranteed 9.8 set for $114. Yeah, that's uh, it's crazy with collectibles and things, like how people try to rip people off. It's um, like, it's awful. Black for comics? I think you just blackmail me for comics, to, you know, to have them so you don't like trash them, put them in the box. Yeah, it's 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 definitely tough out there. I know my friend is big on. Um, uh, I know big a, a, th- a big thing right now is uh, those basketball cards too, and people are going crazy like uh, waiting out outside of Walmart and things like that, and fight like kind of fighting people for these cards because they'll do the limited edition like, oh, there's only one one that they made and, and stuff like that. But it's, it's it's crazy. They need to. Uh, I wish they would regulate this stuff more, or like figure out a way to not rip people off. Well, yeah, like because uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen Entertainment Earth do it. I don't think I've seen Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah, I'm throwing shade. So what? Uh, if you order something in shipping, if if you just want regular shipping, it's one price. But if you want the collector's level shipping, you know, where they actually take care packing your crap, uh, it's like an extra like five or ten bucks or something. Damn. It's like, we can just throw it across the room and hope it gets inside the box and then we'll ship it to you. Or we can can actually pack it up and throw a little bubble wrap around it, put it in the box and send it to you and it'll get to you one piece. But we want we want another five bucks for that. I'm like, yeah, it's 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 a racket out there. There's always there's always going to be people that that feast on on good people. Yeah, and they they got everybody by the short here is because there's no actual toy stores in existence anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's like it's, it's like breaking it's like Breaking Bad kind of like Breaking Bad but for collectibles, which I think yeah. would be a fun it's, concept. It's like Toys R Us went out of business because they refused to bring everything into the modern era. Yeah. And other stores, instead of like uh, Walmart and Target, instead of bringing it into the modern era, they're like, well, you know, we can make millions if we just lease space on our website to anybody that wants it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can go online and shut up at Target, but... A lot of times you don't know whether you're getting it from Target or someplace else. Same thing with Walmart. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you okay. make that more clear. Yeah, because I I grew up uh, playing with the old Mego figures in the seventies, mm-hmm. and Mego's back. So now I want the Mego figures again. Yes, <laughs> and only at Target, but you couldn't find them at Target because Target was supposed to put them out on an end cap, and then they didn't want to put them out on an end cap anymore because somebody else paid them more. And uh, then they didn't want to work them into an aisle, so they just wouldn't put them out. And that whole contract went aside, and then they started putting them at other stores. But, you know, what stores are left? Kmart's gone. Yeah. Yeah, Retail is is definitely suffering, especially during this time, too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they, uh, they sent them to Walmart. And Walmart doesn't put them in the toy aisle. They put them in the collector aisle. Which, which for those that don't know, is the pop aisle. <laughs> you know, they put it right next to electronics. 
So, so they, they put it in there and I went in one day, like months and months ago, probably mm-hmm. like over six months ago. And they had released, uh, from Star Trek to Graphicon, they had released William Shatner, Kirk, Leonard Nimoy, Spock, and the, and the Star Trek two uniforms, mm-hmm. the gear, and they had done a con. Oh, with uh, Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban with the rip with the rip cloth and you know the 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 big giant you know uh, slave of flame medallion around his neck. Star Trek logo or now Space Force, uh, and uh, <coughs> but I couldn't find a, I couldn't find a spot. I went back a couple of times, but now they've made the line bigger again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they now have next generation. So they, they released a, a card and a data and they've already, they've already announced this. They're releasing Lacuta as a Borg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and, well, they got to cash in on the, yeah. well, I knew last November, uh, cause I covered, I covered Rhode Island comic-con last November for outright deep Creek. Mm-hmm. So I hung out and talked with Neil Adams for about 45 minutes. That's cool. He was setting up, you know, before he get cranky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to you all this time. You're going to give us money, right? Uh, I I hung out a good portion of the weekend with uh, Graham Nolan, uh, Bill McKay, Mike Grell, uh, Christopher Priest was doing uh, Vengeance of Vampirella over at Dynamite. Cool. And, uh, you know, Bunch of you know, a bunch of indie guys, uh, a bunch of illustrators that I'm friends with that I know, and you know, I had a good time. But uh, Migo was there, and uh, I finally got to meet Marty Abrams, who created this whole legend from the '70s up, and got to talk to him. So I've known since then that he had done a deal with, uh, you know, the CBS affiliates for Star Trek that. Uh, he he has the rights to do every single character from the original series all the way to Discovery. Wow. Because it was it, it was pre the it was pre uh uh the release announcement of the Picard series, so but they've already got they've already got all those characters in next generation, so they didn't need to, you know Yeah, they don't need to do any more. They, they worked it out. And then they then he worked out another deal with DC so he can do the DC aided superheroes again, except they're an exclusive to a store in the middle of Minnesota. And they released that's they should do that. Yeah, at least a special. Uh, but they're not doing like a a blue and gray Batman like the classic one. Mm -hmm. It's black and. You know, it's all black. It's like, yeah, yeah. that would be tough. <laughs> they don't they don't have to do anything. It's yeah. like and that's just money in their pocket too. That's yeah. pretty good. I mean that's a good deal. <laughs> they had a uh, they had a three pack, you know, the the Trinity for DC comics is, is Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Yeah. So they had a three pack where they were all in together. It was supposed to be a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. But they went out it was one of the things they did online. Uh-huh. And Probably sold out, right? Sold out in like 90 seconds. Yeah. And within 30 minutes, these things were on eBay for like 600 bucks, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Over a grand. 
And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. These things are 15 bucks a piece in the store. Yeah. And I don't think they're done as well as the old ones were. That's where they get you. I wanted, I wanted so badly. Uh, Nika makes such great figures. And I'm a huge, as a kid, growing up, uh, Ninja Turtles fan. And uh, they made the Ninja Turtles when they were on uh, Broadway. Uh, they did that. And that was like a limited edition. I was like, who the hell wants this? This is amazing. And it sold out. <laughs> it sold out. And that, that was it. It's probably going for three or 600 bucks now. Oh, any, anything Turtles sells out. Like uh, they, did the, uh, they did the crossover with DC with uh, Batman Turtles. Yes. And they released those figures. And they released them in, into GameStop. And I, and I know they, they did um, uh, Turtles in Time, which I love that game for Super Nintendo back in the day. Um, it, it's uh, that's just the business that it is. It, it sucks, but uh, you know, hopefully it changes or it gets better. But I don't think it is with, with everything. As long as they keep seeing money, it's not going to change. It, it's not going to change uh, because collectors have money. That's all they all you know. If, sadly, I like everything, so I'm yeah. just screwed. But. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's you there's usually if you're if you're like a diehard comic book collector, yeah, you might buy like a couple of toys here and there, like your favorite character. You might buy like a couple of things just to you know put up or whatever, decorate your desk with at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's usually like you know the end of it, minus like the things that you had when you were a kid. If you still have them, you're not going to get rid of them. Exactly. But if you're a toy collector, that's all you do is collect toys. Yeah, and you can't you can't stop the habit. You got to keep <laughs> keep going. If you're a toy collector and you just collect toys, even if they're comic book toys, nine out of ten of the of the toy collectors have never picked up a comic book. Yeah. On occasion, they'll they'll pick one up if they think the cover looks cool. Mm-hmm. But that's it. They, but but they don't read them. Yeah. They put a bag and a board because it makes a cool display behind all their toys. Yeah, and I'm like, so you like these toys, but without the, you know, comic or source material, or you know, if, without the IT material yeah. that created, you know, with all the people that worked to create all these stories over the years, you wouldn't have this. Well, then I just buy something else. Yeah, and and now all the toy companies, especially Hasbro, they're all using Kickstarter. Yeah. I saw the key and also the, they're using celebrities too. I saw the Keanu Reeves one too, which uh, was, was uh, going crazy. Uh, yeah. Keanu Reeves uh, Berserker book made over a million dollars in 24 hours. Yeah. That's nuts. Maybe one day, maybe one day I'll be there, <laughs> but right now it's. Uh, hey, well, you know, you went, you pretty much, even at this point, with a week to go, I'm sure you're still gonna get a, a. I'm sure you're still gonna get more people buying. You're open. So, well, usually what happens is, like the first week or so, mm-hmm. it'll go it'll go good, and then it'll kind of like dip it's into the valley, yeah. and then the 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 end of the last week, like the last three to five days. It, go, it goes up again because people are, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that's how I would do it too, probably. I'd be like, oh, it's the last week. I got I to gotta back it before I forget. And then people will stop, you know, people will stop. Look, once it, once it stop, starts picking up some traction in the next couple of days, it'll stop popping up on people's 
feeds or if they're in a group that that you know you shared a multiple group that you shared this to yes or, or you know if everybody that you know bought this shared the uh the automatic uh please share me to tell your friends about this project uh post you know you get more and more people you know checking it out and then they're you know they're gonna scroll down and they're gonna be like Oh, that's cool. Well, a lot of people bought that one. A lot more people bought that one. People bought that one. This one's almost sold. The signed ones are almost sold out. And they scroll and they get they get down to the bottom. And they're like, I can get killed in a comic book? There's only one left. Done. <laughs> Is open. Yeah, so you know, it's just it's just crazy like that. Yeah. I, this whole Kickstarter thing is crazy, and especially during a pandemic, uh, you know, people are gonna need entertainment. So hopefully uh they'll check us out, check my stuff out, and we'll go from there. Um but again, thank you for, for having me. I really appreciate um, you know, the, the support and you know, this is a great time uh being here. Appreciate it. Hopefully I get to come on again. Yeah, well, have you come on with with, with the second issue? Maybe, yeah. maybe uh, you can tell everybody. Anybody that backed it that got killed, we're gonna mention <laughs> your name in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like here you are, here you are, right here. So the uh, the link for the Kickstarter is right in the chat, as well as the link for our sponsor, Spinwiz Comics. Go over, check out the project for yourself. Get your sloth on. <laughs> There's not many left with the with the good stuff. The the t-shirts are almost gone, the posters are almost gone. You you only have one chance to get murdered by a sloth. And this is your one chance, and it's gonna happen in next issue. That's right. Well, once again, we wanna we wanna thank you for coming on. Thank you. I thank you, girlfriend, for giggling at a couple of my bad jokes during the episode. And she loves it all. <laughs> <laughs> she says it's great. <laughs> well, you know, I got to do something. That's right. <laughs> oh, and you know, unfortunately, you know, I go. I'm going to be special. I'm going to have a podcast. Hey, stupid! It's 2020. Everybody has a podcast. That's right. But I, but hey, it's it's cool to talk comics. I'm I'm definitely excited to come and come again. And show uh, Slowpokes 2 or whatever is next. Um, I, I appreciate everybody listening and everybody who backed. Thank you. Uh, and you definitely got to hit up Pops over on uh, the comic book madness there. Because right. CromCon is going on a weekend away from now. And you can probably get in on one of the panels and uh, get get more traction for your book during the, uh, during the CromCon con. Oh, I have to look into that. Look, that that would be awesome. Yeah, hit him up. I'll be I'll be sharing the uh, the link. I shared the link around for uh, Slowpokes. Cool. It went off on my Twitter, and of course, it's this went. We went live on the Outright Degree Facebook page, which cool. has close to twenty three thousand followers. Awesome. Uh, it also simulcast to the Outright Degree. YouTube channel and also simulcast to my YouTube channel, uh, Joker Fan Pop Culture Talks. Awesome. Well, hello, everybody watching. <laughs>
<laughs> out there. And uh, a little later on, if not tomorrow, if not later on tonight, uh, by tomorrow at least, I will uh, send you a DM with one of the uh, YouTube links. You have a, a permanent link for it. Absolutely, cool. Everything Facebook, we know. So, cool. <laughs> so thanks everybody for watching. Go get your slowpoke on. Hit up, hit up the Kickstarter in the chat, and we will see you next time right here on Creators Outlet.